0: probably the most famous Christian prayer on earth. It's something we used to memorize as kids, even saying it every morning in public schools at one point in time. Jesus gave it to us as he teaches us how to pray, and it stands as an incredible example of short, sweet, and powerful prayer. Now, if all we're doing is mindlessly chanting the words, then it might not even qualify as prayer, but if we share them sincerely, talking to God as we do so, then we are praying perfect prayers, because Jesus, being God, is able to teach us exactly the kind of prayers God himself wants to hear. Jesus continues sharing in Matthew chapter 6, verses 9-15, through which says, This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Jesus begins by saying, this, then, is how you should pray. Not intended as just a formula for us to recite, but a picture of what prayer is. This is what prayer looks like. What's more, this is what prayer that God desires looks like, since Jesus, as God the Son, knows exactly what God desires and teaches us accordingly. And it begins with worship as all good prayer should. Our Father in heaven, hallowed or holy, is your name. Before we start asking for things, before we start focusing on ourselves or our problems, we start by worshiping Him, acknowledging Him as our God and our Father, acknowledging His Holiness or whatever other quality of His we want to acknowledge. There's a reason we often start off our Sunday morning services with worship. It's because Jesus teaches us here that that's a good way to start off connecting with God. Worship gets our eyes off of ourselves and focused on the One who answers prayers and the One who is worthy of all of our worship. Then we can pray, God's kingdom come, God let your will be done. This is a prayer of submission. Noting that our will is secondary to God's will, we always seek God's will, which is always perfect. We also pray that he'll establish his kingdom here on earth, which will ultimately reach fulfillment when Jesus comes back. We're praying into the second coming here, but the kingdom also starts happening now, and we want to be a part of that as members of that kingdom. Give us today our daily bread. This is a prayer of petition, asking for things, which is a form of prayer we're all likely pretty familiar with. We're told in Scripture to come boldly before the throne of grace, presenting our requests to God, because He is the one who answers prayer. He is the one that makes things happen. We also seek forgiveness, we repent of our sins, but not only that, we seek to forgive those who sinned against us. Putting these side by side reminds us that it's hypocritical to expect mercy from God if we are not willing to give mercy to others. Finally, a prayer of protection. Protection from temptation towards sin and protection from the evil one. Good prayers for us always. If Jesus taught us that that was something worthy to pray into, then we should take that very seriously. So in just 53 words here, Jesus covers worship, submission, the kingdom, petition, repentance, forgiving others, and protection. In a few short and sweet words, Jesus covers an awful lot and teaches us the way in which we should pray. And then he ends with a great big challenging postscript. Make sure you are forgiven, because if you don't forgive others, you won't be forgiven by God. Now that is unnerving, and it should really challenge and, if necessary, shake us. Because our faith says that we only get into heaven because our sins are forgiven. If our sins are not forgiven, then our salvation may be in jeopardy. And again, we should take that very seriously. Whenever we come into prayer, as Jesus teaches us here, it is a good opportunity to check our hearts towards others and see if there's anybody we need to forgive. Today, pray this Lord's Prayer a few times throughout the day from your heart, sincerely reflecting on the different types of prayers that Jesus uses and seeing what God shows you about them as you go about your day today.